Let me just fact check a few, a few things before it start. Oh, yeah. I don't want to like <laughs> start <laughs> spitting wrong information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make false like, allegations. Like. <laughs> That's the last thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we need don't want false like. or getting a lawsuit. We cannot afford <laughs> it. Fucking Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> lawyers in touch. <laughs> If you did your little politics society yeah. podcast. Sued five million dollars. <laughs> How'd they fit that one into the budget? That'd be a tricky conversation with the department. <laughs> Max be going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need uh, we need a hundred quid for the t-shirts and <laughs> five million to the Weinstein estate. <laughs> a lot of publicity though. We might get some more turnout for events after that. <laughs> Ticket, we can make the money back. <laughs> Fundraiser to fund yeah. George and Charlie's lawsuit. So yeah. don't go to American prison. <laughs> this is your cast, hosted by the York Politics Society. Yeah, October 2017 was when um, the New York Times published that article that, like, basically kicked off me too that was like say, like um came out against Harvey Weinstein like yeah. accusing him of all that stuff and then I think it was like I think I read even as recent and then you've got like obviously the other people that came out of that and mm. then even people like Kevin Spacey and stuff yeah they all kind of came out of the woodwork at the same time yeah and then I was um looking at it yesterday and there's um Woody Allen as well so it's kind of well, I was thinking, when I was, like, had the idea, I was just thinking, like, you've obviously got, like, progress being made, like, Harvey Weinstein being sent to prison, but then, like, three days later, Roman Polanski's, like, winning the Caesar for, like, best director, and then, like, yeah. women are walking out. And then, like, as recently as three months ago, like, people are still accusing Woody Allen of sex- sexual assault, and, like, nothing's happening. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like, how Kevin Spacey's career is basically over. Yeah. Like, he was just written out of the last season of House of Cards and stuff. And, mm. and it, uh, he's kind of gone mad. Like he's, Did you see that video? That oh, like the fireplace. Yeah. And the, what, is, like, what is wrong with him? Like he's in character as Frank Underwood. And like, it was so weird. It really freaked me out. It, it was, was jarring. I was yeah. like, who allowed him to do this I, as well? Yeah, does he not have, like, a, an agent, like a manager? <laughs> he was just like, like, Kevin, this is a bad idea. Everybody <laughs> 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 said to them, like, oh, I really want to set up, like, this video just, like, to address people. And he's like, okay. And then all of a sudden he starts talking and everyone in the background's like, stop. <laughs> 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 but he's Kevin Spacey you can't stop yeah. him but then also all that weird stuff like apparently a good few of the people who've accused him of like mysteriously just like committed suicide or like died yeah like right before his trial yeah it was like two or three people who have accused yeah. him have just like died it's possible they just killed themselves <laughs> on their own accord just because it's a very miserable yeah. process obviously Definitely. very um uh disheartening and you know fighting uh legal battles of multi-millionaires is not, not easy, especially when it's about something as traumatic as, as that. But, um, yeah. People love a good conspiracy, especially oh, yeah. when he's played the president for so long in House of Cards. Yeah, like, we, yeah we've, we've seen him in House of Cards killing yeah. off people who know too much. And so, like, it's hard not to... Put he's put those... all those tips into real life. Yeah, well, well, given how he's in character when he's, you know... <laughs> that was the weirdest bit. And he yeah. was, like, making all those kind of weird sentences, like... I know you know what I did. And I'm like, well, are you admitting it? Are you denying it? Like, how am I meant to feel right now? It was very weird. Scary man. Good (laughs) good actor, but then like... Yeah, I used to be quite a big Kevin Spacey fan. I I loved his films. Yeah. Uh, American Beauty, that was like one of my favourite films. Oh, such a good film. Uh, And now he's... 
our, our boys completely <laughs> gone off the rails. Yeah, no, literally. And American Beauty has taken a bit of a different, like... <laughs> yeah. I look at it with a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with him like... sort of fawning over that 16-year-old. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh. It's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Life imitates art and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder maybe things on set weren't as platonic as yeah. <laughs> we want them to <laughs> Not be. Not on his part. No. <laughs> yeah, no, with... Um, basically, in the Caesar Awards on the 28th of February, which was pretty much... If I look at this timeline... Yeah, Harvey Weinstein got found guilty on the 24th of February. And then by the 28th of February, everyone was in turmoil again. Yeah. Because, obviously, Roman Polanski, like, he is a criminal fugitive. Like, he can't he, go back to the United no, States, yeah. I think it is. He, f- he fled there, yeah, yeah, to avoid trial. He spent, like, 42 days in jail and then fled. I'm yeah. like, that's just so crazy to me. He's, like, the maybe the most famous, like, criminal fugitive. Possibly, yeah. Like, <laughs> at least one who's, like, I don't know, mage very famous and well-known art like it's just a bit bizarre that he just keeps creating and like yeah like the fact that people like well maybe it isn't so bizarre when we think about how many other people in the movie industry are involved in this kind of stuff as well knowing he's just one that's like being exposed yeah and so like if anything you know weinstein was caught but it's, it's not um too out there to think that there are other producers out there yeah. who are also involved in this kind of stuff who are very very happy to still make films yeah. with Polanski and, I mean that's and very stuff. true even like outside of the Hollywood kind of globe I mean we had before all this Me Too stuff we obviously had all that um, child sexual abuse stuff in the BBC so even yeah. like Jimmy Savile um, Gary Glitter yeah. I think that yeah. and then like all that so this and this wasn't a recent thing like that was historic so it just shows and everyone on their sets we were aware of that as well and then yeah it was kind of like an open secret within yeah. the industry that's kind of worrying because the BBC are like our national broadcaster <laughs> like, yeah state owned yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's it's not just a private company that yeah and taxpayer money going into like covering up all these crimes literally that, that's yeah that's what makes it especially scary yeah um yeah, and it's not just like, you know, bad apples here and there. It's like people who were high up, everyone knew they did it, but no yeah. one did anything about it. Um, either because they thought, well, you know, we're making good telly, uh, yeah. everything else is going fine. As long as this stuff doesn't get out, then like, yeah, you know, people are willing to, people working there were willing to look past yeah. it. Or at least maybe the blokes were. <laughs> um, no, definitely. I think it was so like, oh, it was Rolf Harris. That was the one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember like, when when Jimmy Savile came out, everyone was like, well, not everyone was like, but a few people were like, okay, like, when you look back, you can kind of tell that he was very inappropriate. Yeah. I was like, have you seen the Louis Theroux documentary? Oh, with him? God, yeah. <laughs> like, like you, could, you could not watch that for an hour and then go, nah, he's innocent. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I think the only person on the planet who could do that was that assistant who's, like, still to this day besotted with him. Like, <laughs> she had that little, like, shrine to him in her garage, and she's like, no, he didn't do anything. And Louis's like, no, he said he didn't. And she's like, no, he didn't. <laughs> like, so bizarre. But I remember when, like, it came out that Jimmy Savile, I think we were, like, we were, like, quite, like, 11 or so, I think. Like, we were yeah, quite young. Yeah, we were yeah. in school. And then... um it came out like a few years later that Rolf Harris was involved and I remember my mum was a because she'd been a huge like Rolf Harris fan when she was younger because obviously she'd grown up with it and then she was like no this like can't be true you know like yeah. these are like the people were kind of in some weird way like told by the state like these are the good people like they're on yeah. our 
kids shows like no, exactly it's it's the they're the, the face of good for yeah your your formative years as a child yeah uh, definitely. and even if you're ordinarily the sort of person who would be inclined to believe uh you know allegations made against them um you just people just have an attachment to their idea of someone like Jimmy Savile yeah, um, no, as they knew him as a kid and they're not able to process the idea that he was, you know, a monster. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite worrying as well, especially with a lot of these people because then it's like when it was all coming out about Jimmy Savile and then everyone starts like unearthing photos of him with like politicians and like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's very much involved in like, Mm. kind of the core of like not like society. just British life in general yeah, like yeah. on a societal level as well it wasn't like he was um, <laughs> isolated from the rest of yeah sort of people yeah. it wasn't like a a figure where no one really fraternized of him like he yeah. was very well known and he wasn't just big within television or like within charity he was a you know a, a household name and he had yeah, uh, yeah he was like um friends with you know people in power and you know not to make any allegations toward <laughs> but like this becomes like a conspiracy podcast <laughs> well like it's hard to with all the epstein stuff and like yeah i know literally his... that's another one as well <clears throat> and yeah. all this prince andrew stuff oh oh well prince andrew <laughs> prince andrew is funny like, <laughs> epstein is <clears throat> epstein is, is kind of not funny just because um when he was arrested and the the black book black book black book came out which yeah. was basically like all the names of everyone who had ever f- uh, flown on his private jet which he nicknamed the Lolita Express which <laughs> oh so no, I didn't know that yeah um, uh, and it's like every big politician uh, yeah. the Clintons both of them uh, <laughs> he doesn't discriminate <laughs> he, he put both of them uh, uh, Blair um, Oh, like, name any famous CEO, they were probably on the yeah. plane as well. No, uh, literally. Famous dictators. Um, like, like it, it's crazy. Uh, and then he was just kind of, everyone was joking, oh, yeah, I bet he'll be, like, you know, suicided in, in prison. And he and fucking then, was. Yeah, literally. Every, everyone, and it's, like, almost accepted by everybody that he wasn't. Yeah. That's kind of the worrying thing about, I guess like the Me Too movement in general as well, because obviously like it makes good steps. Because I think I think a lot of women still kind of didn't think, even when Harvey Weinstein was being sentenced, they still kind of thought like, oh, there's a small chance that he's just going to get away with it. And he did to some extent because he didn't get charged with like first degree rape or whatever. No, he only no. got charged with like, um, um, oh no, he got charged with rape and sexually assault, a sexual assault. But he was acquitted of first degree rape and predatory sexual assault. Yeah. So like he. I mean, you had so many women come forward and still there's only, mm. like, two women who, like, get the justice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then that's kind of what's worried when it when you link back link it back to, like, Epstein and, like, like, like sexual assault kind of, like, in society. When the Prince Andrew stuff came out, like, I know we all joke about, like, Pizza Express woke in, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. like... We've all just accepted, like, this is a cover-up. Like, it's so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Like, like, like who's next? We, we just know we're powerless to do anything. <laughs> yeah, Because no, the literally. people involved in it are, are so, uh, you know, uh, high up in yeah. in authority. And I mean, who, it was just kind of accepted that, yeah, they could kill him. Everyone, know, everyone knows that they killed him. Everyone knows that yeah. uh, the people who 
would almost definitely have been incriminated in uh, all this stuff with uh, uh, Little St. James Island and where he kept, uh, he had like a network of underage girls and stuff. Yeah. Like we just know that those people are never going to come to justice, and they actively sought out yeah. him to be. He was the loose end to be cut. Yeah, uh, I think that's why it's so important to have kind of a movement like the Me Too movement. Even if I know it's not like the perfect kind of movement, like people have their criticisms about it, but mm. it's important to have some kind of structure in place. I think where not just women, like anyone who's been sexually assaulted in general, can feel like they can like speak out yeah like like Spacey was one of the most famous cases like, yeah. I don't think that involved any women it was no all, it was all men all young all boys he, all he had to say about it was oh yeah I'm um, sorry I'm gay <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. now's the time to tell you yeah. I'm gay <laughs> yeah I, I guess the maybe like the nature of um of, of sexual assaults themselves when they normally happen in not so intimate that's not the right word but like uh, situations where no one else is involved and yeah. so it be- kind of becomes um, in most cases like a he said she said sort of yeah. thing it's hard to legally incriminate someone based off allegations um, although what the Me Too movement has done is it is basically guaranteed anyone who gets these allegations to uh, have their careers ended yeah. um, which is you know not obviously not true justice <laughs> but it's like something Um it's like it's that debate in it. It's all that like cancel culture thing. Like, mm. do people really get like their careers ended? And then you look at like people who have been accused of these things. And there's I'm through like we're missing out loads of people. I can't think off the top of my head, but like there are a lot of people who have felt more confident to come out and speak out against people who are in like higher positions of power because mm. they see like especially like. Um, with Rose McGowan and like um, other celebrities who came out against like I think I think she came out against Harvey Weinstein. I think she did, yeah. So it's like when you have celebrities themselves leading the movement, then like people who are lower down can like feel more comfortable to come out. Yeah, it emboldens people. Yeah. When they see, oh yeah, so it looks like justice to some extent can actually be done. Um, but yeah. it is worth coming out and having to recount traumatic experiences because yeah. you know at least there's some kind of payoff like it, it does lead yeah. to some uh consequences for yeah. uh the perpetrator which i feel like wasn't as much the case before yeah no definitely i think historically it's kind of just been a bit like if you were assaulted by someone in power like the it always kind of went to the people who were in power to like be for like they were awarded the protection especially yeah. like Looking back at historic cases, like we were talking about with the BBC and stuff, it was always like vulnerable children as well. Mm. So they never really had that much protection in the first place. No. And then if they were to come out and like speak up, then who have they got fighting their corner? Whereas, like we said, the, pe- the people for the BBC had the entire like state-funded broadcast behind them. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a bit different. Mm. And I, yeah. Um, I, I guess stuff that preceded the Me Too movement, like like we're Savile, like we were saying earlier, that only could happen because he died. Yeah. Like people did not feel confident speaking up when he was still alive because he had his platform yeah. and money behind him to argue his case, um, you know, uh, delegitimize his accusers, yeah. um, which is a similar thing as to what happened uh, with Monica Lewinsky in the 90s with Bill yeah. Clinton and stuff like I think that's another one, like, 
talking about like with Prince Andrew and like it just became a bit of a giant meme and mm. I'm like I hate to say the word meme in yeah. like a real sentence <laughs> but like <laughs> the exact same thing like kind of happened to Monica Lewinsky as well like there's a lot of reference to her in popular culture and like what happened but then only really recently have I seen because uh, obviously everyone kind of knows about the Bill Clinton scandal with Monica Lewinsky but yeah. then only when I'd like start, started studying like American politics at A-level mm. is when I like got involved like more like politically on Twitter and then I saw that she kind of like the way, when you realise the way she framed it like she was kind of victimised and bullied by everyone yeah and, like but it just wasn't uh, presented that way yeah even though back then like even yeah but even though like now most people look back on it and said yeah Clinton did it like he yeah. definitely did it um, he was acquitted by the democratic shit the democratic controlled <laughs> democratic senate shit <laughs> <laughs> dramatic <laughs> uh, and so yeah people felt comfortable to move on because yeah. of that even though that's not like a proper legal court that's no yeah. uh you know, I don't know, there's no real weight up behind that, no yeah. legitimate weight behind that in the same way that it would be in a, a true legal court. But people were just sort of like, okay, yeah, let's move on. I mean, his approval ratings went up as the impeachment thing was going on. Like you said, it was kind of like a meme to everyone. People yeah. didn't take it seriously. Um, and I think because of what happened with Epstein and his uh, suicide, <laughs> um, now with Prince Andrew going on television and you know doing the being the worst liar I think I've ever seen <laughs> it's people realise we're we are not able to do anything yeah. here. like there is nothing we can it do it was also to... kind of like a bit of a it was almost like a mockery I guess like he wasn't even trying like, <laughs> like he, he, was... he was just sitting there like I was at Pizza Express and like <laughs> yeah. I remember this because I never go to Pizza Express and you're just like okay yeah. <laughs> like his um, what was the thing he was well, one of his accusers said that he uh, she remembered him sort of making advances on her and she remembers quite vividly that he was sweating a oh lot when gosh, it was happening yeah. and his way of denying that was not saying I don't remember that happening it didn't happen like any sort of sane person would do <laughs> he, he said uh, no well you see that's not true because I was physically unable to sweat at the time because of a result of uh form of PTSD that I had from the Falklands War. Yeah, I don't even—I don't think he even had like a proper combat role in the Falklands War. <laughs> like it was so bizarre and contrived. But the thing is, it everyone was, laughed at it and everyone yeah. knew it was bullshit. But like it was so we kind just of like can't do anything royal as well to bring in. Like I was fighting in the war. Like mm. I was doing something for the country. So you can't like <laughs> yeah. accuse me of lying because I did this in the Falklands. Yeah, yeah. It was... But no, definitely like. There was, and then those photos came out like photos came out of him after and like you could visibly like people like like enhanced it and stuff and you could visibly see that he'd been sweating like <laughs> even if it wasn't like then he, yeah. like, the boy sweats yeah. like. <laughs> well if you don't sweat you die there, there was like something about a kid who sprayed antiperspirant over his whole body and he died because like <laughs> he was physically unable to sweat and he just like overheat so I don't know medically whatever he was talking about it's just is like not this big possible. balloon of sweat <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not physically possible for someone to have a condition that he was describing so for him to just have take such yeah. a roundabout way of denying yeah. that he assaulted someone it's it, it just it's like they're just kind of laughing at us because yeah. they know well, what are we going to do like, and that's where Me Too is still 
I mean, you could never really expect a hashtag to have the ability yeah. to take down, you know, royal families or something. But like, <laughs> me too, dissolve the monarchy. <laughs> that's that's still like yeah. something that uh, we know is kind of out of reach of ordinary mm. uh, justice from people. I think that's kind of what makes it more of like the political as well, because it like when you think of me too, and you think of like. Um, random Hollywood directors like names like Roman Polanski and yeah. like Harvey Weinstein musicians Woody as Allen. well that yeah. kind of thing like R. Kelly and like all that lot yeah. you they're, they're so like detached from your lives if you get what I mean especially if you don't like a lot of people defend them because like they're big fans of them but a lot of people mm. just don't like agree or disagree because they never really are involved with them in their lives like if you haven't seen a Roman Polanski film you're not really gonna like, yeah, be interested was... you're not gonna like suddenly become like either a diehard defender or a diehard like no, wanting to see no, him yeah. like come to justice but then it becomes quite personal as well because it's like the the lengths that like people are going to, to put, like hide stuff from the public if you get what I mean like it's not just that they are these random men it's like the girls that are in like these sex rings are just normal like girls like, yeah like yeah, like, it, like us. Well, mm, you're not going to yeah, be it's, getting it's not, like, it's not actresses. Yeah. As it's the, as, the way it started, it, it is just <laughs> extremely ordinary people. Yeah. My, I mean, this is, I don't know how true this is, but um, my, uh, is it my auntie? Um, she was on, when she was like a teenager, she was on a cruise, I think, with her mum. And uh, Jimmy Savile was on the same cruise and she was and like obviously this is like a big deal everyone was like yeah. oh my god isn't it such a so exciting because obviously you know we did a what was it called Jim will fix it yeah uh, tv show and everyone wanted to be on Jim will fix it and and stuff so like he was a celebrity you yeah. know, not a pedo in, <laughs> in, in <laughs> as they understood it and uh, I I don't know if I remember this right uh you know this is not uh, a formal allegation but uh <laughs> She she was she he, he it feels ridiculous because when I, my mum told me a story I was like whoa but but like now actually saying it, it feels so bizarre she was she went to his like room oh my um, God. and he was sitting in a chair like with a shirt off and she like danced um and. Okay, maybe I might have to cut this out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I... I might have to ask mum if this is like... Can, can I, I go on the record saying this? It's just like too sensitive for me to talk about, but like... The, the worrying thing about that is though, like you've told this story, like I'm sitting here like that doesn't even sound... That sounds like true. Like, yeah, yeah, if, you've seen the, if you've seen the Jimmy Savile documentary... It's done a lot like, worse than that, yeah. That bit where he like... When Louis Threw was making the original Jimmy Savile documentary mm. and he, sh- he was showing, like, the footage from the first documentary and, like, Jimmy Savile was coming in to, like, the BBC office just wearing that, like, fishnet top yeah. and those running shorts, like, pretty much just, like, naked about the yeah. place. And then, like, just, like, saying stuff to the girls at the office and all that. Like, mm. that's crazy. That's so crazy. So, like, yeah, and the thing is at the time she didn't really think anything of yeah. it because like well she got to meet Jimmy Savile which yeah. was huge it would, I don't know what I don't know if it would be like a, an equivalent now um, but it was like a big thing it was very exciting yeah. and it didn't feel I don't know how the parents felt about it but um, I think a lot of the time as well though I think the times were a bit different back then as well whereas this I don't know if this sounds stupid but more like I think we're more like switched on to like 
everything now these days, if you get what I mean. It's like when you look back, even at like silly stuff like, well, not silly stuff, but like stuff, you know, like um, older crimes from like the 70s and stuff when kids were like kidnapped and stuff. It yeah. was just because like the parents didn't really think that anything bad was going to happen. So mm. like if Jim, if Jimmy Savile was on your cruise and he like wanted to like dance with your daughter, you'd probably just be like, oh, sick. Like if, this is Jimmy Savile. Yeah, it's like, very cool. She'd yeah. probably be very happy. <laughs> She'd probably like, if it was a day, like make a Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess maybe not as much this isn't like so much to do with me too, but just like, um, not political correctness, but just like, I don't know, people are more protective about their kids now. Yeah, uh, like, no, definitely. You know, yeah, kids just don't just like play football in the streets or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. The, it, people just generally feel less safe outside when, yeah. when it comes to kids uh, because it's just kind of a heightened awareness of, of sexual predators and paedophiles and that kind of yeah. thing because it just wasn't as much talked about like say 50 years ago. Yeah, no, definitely. And so... Um, and so, like now, if someone were to walk into the BBC offices wearing a fishnet top, yeah, and you know, even assuming that was like a fashionable thing now, um, <laughs> and just started saying kind of I don't know eye raising things to the women working there yeah. in the office and whatever, you know, people wouldn't laugh it off. Yeah, maybe if they were really intimidated by him, they would then. But then, like, yeah. things would be raised. You know, I think. Some so, forms would be sent yeah. off, you know, that kind of thing. I think, like, that's, like, kind of links into the importance of the Me Too movement as well because it was a lot of, like, social media powered. Like, it started from, like, the New York Times article about Harvey yeah. Weinstein and then, obviously, like, it's a hashtag, so it's all, like, kind of social media based. Mm. So, like, today I think a lot of people, especially I remember when it first started and then all, like, people from, like, everywhere, not just celebrities or not even just people accusing celebrities, people just felt like they could, like, share stuff that had happened to them even if it wasn't like serious sexual assault just something like hey like this is not okay like you can't treat people like this like mm. hashtag me too mm. and then it like really made people aware of like the scale of sexual assault whereas before it was more of like a hush hush like you yeah. don't really know what's going yeah. on thing suddenly people feel more empowered if you see like loads of like men and women saying oh this has happened to me like you're not alone then you feel like you can tweet about it. So, like, if stuff like that does happen, even if you don't want to, like, make a complaint or, like, take it any further, you still do feel like there are, like, a community of people who can just, like, support you, even if you don't want to, like, yeah, exactly. make a big song and dance about yeah. it. When there wasn't anything like that before. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it was much more difficult for an individual person to... Uh, make an allegation like that and not just be drowned out like yeah no, definitely. you could make a tweet with a bunch of like screenshots of different things and like the yeah. long sort of explanation of you know something that you experienced at the hands of someone else who yeah. people know about um you can get like retweeted and stuff and then yeah. it, it becomes a a, a a big thing whereas like before i don't know how you would have done that unless like you went yeah. to a newspaper and they were willing to run it or not like yeah and um, even then it's like the newspapers going back to like the state oh it's such a conspiracy <laughs> the newspapers yeah. are so like interlinked with kind of like the state and stuff that a lot of the time it's very filtered like what you see in the paper mm. so even if they even if and this is the problem with tabloid kind of culture i guess as well if someone came to you and said like i, I have this sexual assault story the paper would probably run back to like whoever's on the other side and be like they're going to accuse you of this like pay us to or we'll like we'll run it and it's more like mm. kind of threatening whereas these days like it's a lot more free i guess 
Yeah, and also I suppose it's quite likely that people in charge of newspapers and within like sort of uh, the editorial offices, there was probably a lot of you know the men squeezing the ladies' bums there and stuff. Yeah, like. no, literally. So, you know, when these stories come forward, they don't. They are the people who are like <laughs> doing it on a lower yeah, level. Yeah, they, like just generally, uh, people didn't see as much of a problem with it. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and whereas, like now, it's it, it's um, especially for people who aren't like you know, like, like mega powerful, like, yeah. uh, like you know, if you're talking about like prime ministers or presidents even, um, uh, or, uh, or like Prince Andrew, um, yeah. then like allegations like that can be devastating for your career. And, you know, hopefully yeah. if like, proper justice is carried out there, or well, their freedom, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs>